following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. We are sitting like two estranged husband and wives again today because mm-hmm. I love this energy. I love I love shouting. I <laughs> love shouting across the room. I think it just it brings the. Uh, I feel like this is how most conversations are had. Most interesting conversations are had when you're not face to face. Truly. Yes. I, don't well, I mean, like... we, we are face to face, but we're not like we're like six feet apart. Yeah. Six feet under. Little kiss to Good the ground. Night. Good night. Tweet take. what's up jenna dude school's in session let me tell you Mm -hmm. ding 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 with the bell we are not in st louis (laughs) (laughs) we're not in fact in st louis we are not we are in the wild western new york um we're both in niagara county right down the street from each other exactly and you used to go to my college and you transferred which is great honestly i wish i could as well yeah i mean i the nursing program at nu is really nice but they are all super clicky there's one person that I know from the nursing program, and she's not clicky. Shout out, Christina. Hey, Christina. Hey, Christina. But um, the rest of them are, like, scary. Dude, which, being in the nursing program at Trip, I kind of understand that mentality because if you know how to study a certain way and somebody else does, you never want to study with anyone else ever again. Absolutely. Also, um, the girls, I, I wouldn't say we're clicky at Trip because everybody is so overwhelmed. It's hard right. to even talk to your fellow man or That's, woman. That is so true. I used to study, I used to go to the commons every so often to get like Tim's and stuff or just sit. They until don't have my next, Tim's anymore. They got rid of it? Yeah, it's now just a common cafe. That's not surprising because one, they never served anything Tim's related mm. other than drinks. And two, they couldn't keep it staffed. Yeah, they were always begging for people to work there. Right. And it's like the culinary kids aren't going to work at a fast food chain. (laughs) Yeah. So they want to be cooking their own eggs. For real. Those microwavable ones. Upstairs. Some of the food up there is bussin'. Trip Cafe. Their pizza. Pizza wasn't bad. That's the thing. They have the pizza rotator. They have, uh, they make like sandwiches and stuff, but they also have like microwavable burritos. Yeah. And like grapes in a cup, which. Grapes in a cup. Thanks for the fruit option. Does it have to be grapes? It's always grapes, and it's always, they banana. put it, a banana, which they're always green. Yes! That, or they're like 50 cents, and they're like about to start growing fungus. Yeah, yeah. But the grapes in a cup, NU does this too. They put it in a cup with a dome lid and fill it to the fucking top. How do you expect me to open it without my grapes going everywhere? <laughs> I'm dropping them like spaghetti on meatballs. <laughs> I'm, dro- I'm dropping it like it's... Hot spaghetti and meatballs. Oh my goodness! This is—it's just why a disaster. Fall off of my why my and then if you get the grapes and cheese, they give you about six squares of cheese and thirty grapes. Gra- yeah, yeah, yeah. And the proportion—either I end up with 
I don't, I can never find the right balance of bite of cheese and grape. They're forcing a ratio onto you for sure. Yeah. They're like assimilate into our fruit to cheese <laughs> ratio or leaf or get or, out. Yes. By by this separate package of extra cheese, literally, <laughs> literally fifteen dollars, dude. It's so expensive there. That's the thing. Like those pizza slices at Entrip right now. Like I got like a supreme pizza slice, mm. and the thing is, they cut them unevenly. So like you You're can never... have like a sliver, or you could have like literally Half like pie. Mama Mia, <laughs> Mama Mia. You can either have a bambino uh, or yeah. a Mama Mia. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like they're like three dollars and fifteen cents, which. Make it three dollars. Make it three dollars and fifty cents. Right. Don't make me get a dime and a nickel out for you. I don't have time for that. Yeah, fumbling around in my beautiful change. Oh my gosh, guys! Elena got me this beautiful change purse, and it's like a little um, wicka wicka, like a little DJ <laughs> table thing. Or no, it's player. a record player. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Wicka wicka. I'm completely wicka, wicka. wrong. I mean, you could do that on the on a record table, that is, but it would go like. That's so good. You're so good at that. <laughs> there are some noises I could do. Chica, chica. Oh, but school is schooling. School is schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they would stop making shit so expensive at school. Like, I just don't. I get half my shit from the vending machine most of the time because, one, the cafe gave me food poisoning. I got, like, a poke bowl with chicken. Oh, which is so disappointing. That sounds delicious. It was, it was really good until I got the chills. And I thought, I thought I was gonna have to <laughs> sew my asshole shut. <laughs> I literally was in episiotomy on my asshole. <laughs> I was in the library upstairs because they had me like pulling books, and she's You're showing pulling me toots. <laughs> I was, I was pulling hamstrings trying to keep those cheeks together. I was going cold and dizzy and sweaty, <gasps> and I was like, "There's something wrong." And I was like, ooh, and it just hits you like tunnel vision. And I was like, I feel My sick. Bowels. And then the next couple of days I didn't go into work. And I was like, mm, hey, guys, I have food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> and your school gave it to me. <laughs> and literally your school did this to me. In the vending machines, what's your go-to snack? Depends on the time of day. If it's the morning, I grab a Pop-Tart and a can of double shot espresso oh, Starbucks, Starbucks coffee. Mm-hmm. Super good. If it's afternoon, I'll go for, like, pretzels or um, some sort of, like, granola. Or sometimes they have, like, those Nature Valley, like, chewy bars. Um, I'll go for that and, like, a pop with caffeine. My pop choice is always Dr. Pepper. Mm. I can never get enough Dr. Pepper. Let me DP. Mm -hmm. And then my food choices are always peanut M&M's. Love a peanut Mm M&M. And then I never buy them, but I idolize the TGI Fridays potato skin chips. Are they good? The last time I had them, I loved them so much that I've never eaten them again because I know I'd be addicted to them. That's I a would, fair point. I could never be able to put them down and I would waste all my money and I'd go into debt and I'd be homeless because I love them so much. TGI Fridays should sponsor us and pay for your tuition. Or I'll, I'll get a job at TGI Fridays. Like, literally, I'll work for you guys. My <laughs> you cousin, just show me how you make the chips. My cousin worked at... Oh no, she worked at an Applebee's, but it's like the same thing. And Literally, she's like, yeah. It's just the weirdest hodgepodge of people. Dude, next time we should do like a fast food chain restaurant tier list. Oh, abso- <laughs> like our top five. Absolutely. Oh, that'd be so good. Hundred percent. I love fast food. Ah. I've been eating so much fast food. I've gained so much weight, and I I'm... don't notice. Mm-mm. 
I noticed I no. in my thighs and my tummy, they're like, stop. I, I can't get any bigger. Let me see. I have to feel them. I have to feel your thighs to make sure they're actually bigger. Pants on Come or on. off? Um, Is that even a question? Yeah, Are you sorry, joking? I'll take them okay, thank you. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, she's doing it. She's doing it. <laughs> it worked. It worked. <laughs> I'd take my pants off for Jenna any day of the week. I love, I love my how. friend. <laughs> Shout out Starry Night Theater Podcast. Go listen to them. Their episodes are great. I love them. Uh-huh. Um, but at the theater, all the girls are gay for each other and all the guys are gay for each other. But then there's once once in a while, the girls will like do something and the guys will just be like, they'll just look at us like. True. They won't even make a sound. No. Because they just... they're so respectful. They they're just so... love women so much. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, love women. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Especially, and we hate men. <laughs> we hate men. Nah, we don't hate just men. Just kidding. Just kidding. But we're all a little... I love every man at the Ghostlight Theater. Almost. Almost. Practically. Pretty much. I don't love everyone. I'm sorry. I'm making cascading, like, overarching statements yeah. that I don't mean, guys. And I'm sorry that I'm being so un- untrue to you. It's... It's one... It's, uh... It's one of those things where I just have to express myself in the complete wrong way, and then I have to retract like a fishing reel. Yes, you gotta you gotta put it out there so that mm-hmm. people know your intentions, and that and they then, don't take it in the wrong way. But then pull it back. Yes, like a like you're standing on the rug, and I pull it. Yeah, and I go, oh, sorry, I didn't mean you. Right, you just yeah, I didn't mean you, but you know, yes. And then I make that little heart with my hands. Yeah, which I'm doing to Elena right now. When did this become popular? I used to do K-pop. It- no, K-pop's this. Oh. This is their heart. It's a little pinch. So you put your forefinger and your thumb. T- I just say forefinger. You did, but I-, I think they get it. You put your forefinger and <laughs> you your thumb your fo- together. with your thumb. I literally am British. You put your pointer finger and your thumb together. You make a little heart. And then you put your yes, hand in the fist. That's I don't know. What is it? Any Japanese. Or mm. Korean. Um, I know. Um, Oh. Kanikani. Kamitamita, anyo, but it's like an introduction Whoa. to like a YouTube channel. It's like, anya seo, kanikani, kamitamita, anyo. Whoa. And then, only then, it's a mukbanger. <laughs> Mukbanger. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, Korean what kind woman. Of is she's that, the cutest. Yeah. She has a little beagle. I follow along with her life and her, her opa, and they're trying to have a baby, and they still Aww. haven't been able to conceive, which is so sad. But I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, obviously. She'll get there someday. I really hope so. They're making, they, they literally like bought a whole new house in Korea, and it's beautiful. Oh, shit. And like she cooks, obviously, she, she cooks. So Mukbang, if Does you're she- unfamiliar, is like an eating show. What's her channel name? Ginny. It's, I do not know that. Does she have a sister? Not that I've seen, no. Okay. There's a YouTube channel where two there's like two sisters are they from korea as well Um, i'll look them up i believe so if they're not from korea they are japanese if there was a vending machine that served korean food i would buy the vending machine like and i wouldn't let anybody else no a kimbap vending machine i'd i'd pee i'd pee there'd be pee everywhere pee just pee everywhere other special liquids yeah my favorite liquids there'd be dr pepper pee (laughs) i would not drink it don't get me twisted Dr. Pepper's only good on its own. Yes. Not mixed with pee. Not mixed with pee. You, there's there's a fine line. I agree. I agree. And you know I have to draw a line somewhere, yeah. right? Speaking of trying to conceive, Jenna <laughs> wants to be a mom. I do. Okay, so let me go into this. Uh, right now in my nursing classes, we are doing postpartum, which is the fourth trimester of pregnancy, which is after you've had the baby. 
Yeah. And so we are watching videos of women giving birth, like literally <laughs> like full frontal. Full frontal, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like watching that baby come out. And then we have to learn how to assess mother and baby. And completely different processes, one would definitely think. Because for moms, I'm about to get like very into like what I've been learning. So if you if listening to like hemorrhaging and like um not well things is not your vibe i would skip ahead a little bit yeah so i'm learning how to prevent like postpartum hemorrhaging like right after mothers have the baby i'm learning how to assess a baby for any oxygen deprivation how to make sure that their um mobility and like they're pretty much just like all their senses are still intact like wow and it's that happens like that's a fast Oh, yes. Assessment. Like ev- the first minute and then the fir- after the first five minutes, you have to assess the baby with APGAR, which, oh my God, please don't crucify me because I do not remember what everything stands for in APGAR, but it's like appearance, yeah. not posture, but like something with a P, F, G. Prostate. Yeah. Like pr- <laughs> assess that baby's prostate. <laughs> Actually, that's like rule number young. one is like, do not put a rectal thermometer into a baby. <laughs> Like, stop, don't do it. Auxiliary only, which is your armpit. Armpit. Um, Temperature. Yes, yeah. yes. And then, yeah, mom's on, like, a monitor, so you, the computer takes care of her for the most part. But, like, I'm learning about medicine, and mm-hmm. normally everybody around me is like, oh, my God, like, this is so hard to watch. Even the professors are like, oh, yeah. it makes you think, like, shoot, they, they go, when I, because all my professors are women. Yes. So they're like, when I had my baby, oh, my gosh, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like. Very interesting things that I don't remember them saying, but (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, like how fulfilling, because I don't know why, like maybe it's just because this is my train of thought, but when you work hard for something, the outcome is worth its weight in gold. Like hundred percent. Going through nursing school has been so hard. And so, and I'm only in the beginning of the second semester and I'm already like, I understand why not everyone can do this. Like Mm -hmm. this is difficult learning all this stuff. and. The hardest part about nursing is the critical thinking. Like, what you learned can can be not the answer. Like, Absolutely. you can find yourself in a situation where everything you've learned has not prepared you for this. So you have to think on the fly for what yeah. you need to do. And so I'm like, I, I. So <laughs> that's besides the point. The but point it's is so true. Yes, it, that, and I I love that. That's kind of what parenting is as well. Parenting yeah. is critical thinking for the the life and the prosperity of your child. And I don't know if it's because I've just been such a good little slave to my older sister growing up, but I love to serve. I live to serve. Dude. And I, I know what you mean. I love helping. Like I've been at the theater since well, so right now it's three thirty. I've been there till since eleven and I plan yeah. to go back. Mm-hmm. Um and I just love and this brings me to another point, but I love to help. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where at the theater, if you weren't at the theater all the time, you weren't involved. Like you weren't involved in the people at the theater's lives. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I've come to understand that it made me really sad. Like when I had to take a hiatus and I couldn't be around all of yeah. them. And then, you know, like watching them go on trips and such, I was like, oh man, that sucks. But now that I'm back, bef- even before I came back, I was like, these people especially like dj like dj's life is the theater he says it all the time like if he's not at the theater he's at work and if he's not at the other two he's sleeping for the most part yep pretty and much. that's like putting the effort in 
for somebody that you love because I love everybody in the theater. Oh, like yeah. I do it because I love them. Yeah. And so I'm getting my thoughts all mixed up right now, but I just wanted to make that point where it's like sometimes putting in that extra effort and analyzing like how do I best show my love for like the people that I love Aww. and for the people at the theater, it's being there at crew. It yeah. is, it is getting on my hands and knees and vacuuming the, the f- prop room yeah. or, <laughs> or splitting a board in half on accident. Cause you drilled it too hard <laughs> and you don't tell anybody. <laughs> don't listen. But, um, I think that, um, that idea is how I view motherhood and how I will view view motherhood. Yeah. Because I will, there will be a time where you have to accept that your child is a person. Like, it is a literal human being. Literally, they have their own thoughts, their own feelings, their own, this is the hardest part, their own opinions. They will have life experiences that I may never have. Mm-hmm. Like they will go through things and in never school, know and never and they won't. There are things I've never told my parents. Absolutely. I tell them a lot, though, like <laughs> on the spectrum of not telling your parents things and, and telling, telling them. I'm definitely closer to the telling them. The, is it the older you get, the more you tell them? Or no, is it, it just was in general. It's the guilt of not telling them. Oh, also, you're such a goody goody. But yes, I am. But also I've growing up my mother and father. And this is a privilege. I will recognize that I'm very privileged with my parents because they truly would give the shirt off their backs for me. And they are wonderful people and wonderful parents. And I'm grateful for them. I'm going to start crying. I'm grateful for them every day. And um, it's just rough because even with that, sometimes I get the feeling that I have no experience in critical thinking because my parents were always there to do it for me and and i know that and that's why i'm saying like that's very privileged of me to say that but like that is that is huge because now that is huge. now i need to know how to budget i need to know yep. how to um iron i learned how to sew for the first time the other day really i literally had no clue how i didn't even know how to do the thread on the needle I thought you kept the spool on the needle. I thought you tied the end of the string to the needle, kept it on the spool, and then sewed. This is, and my, this is like, this is the, this is, I could not fucking agree more with you <laughs> about things that you just don't think of. Who the fuck would know how to do Literally, that? Literally, unless you were told or watched a video on how to do that. Right. I'm next to my mother. So because she my mother, she says, oh, I will sew that for you when I get the time. And that's this, always a stipulation. My mother lives a very, very high. Like she continues. Like, she her life is, is busy. busy. She's a busy woman. Yeah. She's a travel nurse. She inspired me to go to nursing school. But mm. so I'm sitting in front of her because I'm like. I should just do it myself because I need to learn regardless. Yeah. So I get all the sewing stuff out and she's sitting on the couch across from me and I'm like, okay, what needle should I use? <laughs> and what she, were you I, sewing? I, um, it was one of my like long summer dresses, but okay. I was going to layer it so that it's like good for winter. Yeah. And so I, the ass crack completely ripped like the seam at my ass. Damn. I was just squatting way too much. Oh, just, dumpy. Mm, my dumpy doesn't have to be loose. <laughs> <laughs> or I just farted so hard. It just yeah, dissolved. The- <laughs> it dissolved the thread. Disintegrated. But I, um, oh so like, I'm like, okay, um, this need, and like, eventually my mom picked the needle for me right, and I'm like, right. okay. And then I, what do I do? I tie it to the needle. She goes, no. And I'm like, Okay, what do I do? And she starts laughing at me. 
Right. And I'm like, mommy, <laughs> never literally, been, mommy, 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 never been here before. Literally, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Yeah. And she's like, well, you have to like cut it and then tie it in a knot and then make sure the knot's big enough so it doesn't go through the fabric. And I'm like, okay. And so I start sewing. And there's a method. There are different types of sewing methods. For different fabrics. For different fabrics, for different everything. You can't do a half loop stitch on China silk. It'll pucker. And you didn't just get this in because I saw it in Last May's Vogue. Hey! <laughs> and so I'm trying. I'm doing like a back and forth, like going through and through and through instead of going around. You know, you, okay, are you picking up so, what I'm putting down? Yeah, that's a. I'm I'm doing like a, a squiggly snake pattern instead of like a coil. Okay, so are you going in and then up and then in and then up? Instead of yes. in and then up and then back around. I'm doing that. Yes, I'm not doing the back around. Gotcha. I'm doing the in, 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 in. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah. We're using our hands a lot today. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those uh, um, take it as you will, infer what we're doing. It, yes. Like, you can visualize. And yeah. if you're visualizing it wrong, then you don't know how to sew either, my friend. <laughs> I'll teach you. <laughs> True. Elena will hold, hold a master class and sew. <laughs> oh, but, uh, but by the end of it. I did it. Like, I did it myself. I felt very good about it. Yeah. Looked terrible. Looked horrible. But, but you know what? You did it. I did it. And now I know for next time now to you do know. it better. Because my mom laughed at me again. She's like, why'd you do it like that? And I'm like, mother, I don't know how to do things unless I'm told. Like Exactly. And if I'm not told, I'm going to do it how my little brain says to do it. Right. It'll rattle around. It'll go, half loop stitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Yes, yes. But that's uh, that's a huge thing about childhood too. I'm I'm learning this in my um I'm taking a middle childhood philosophy and practice class um, for child philosophy. For literally it's like <laughs> they got a lot going on, but it's teaching middle school, so 5 through I think the furthest we go is ninth grade technically because some schools are 10, 11, 12 high school, so mm-hmm. Um, but five through nine, that is one of the most critical times that kids need to put what they know to practice. If you do not learn it at a certain age, there's so many there's so many things you learn as a child. Within the first five years, you learn so much as a kid. Within the next five years again, you're doing most of that. You get into a routine. You go to school. You're doing those things every day. By the time you get to middle school, some places expect you to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. So they specialize you. And it's like, okay, I'm really good at math. I was really good at math in seventh and eighth grade. So in ninth grade, I'm going to stick with math and science and forget about English and social. That's when kids fuck up. That's when kids get to college and they're like, I can't write a proper essay because I haven't been practicing these skills. You need a well-rounded curriculum and you need a well-rounded, um, uh, I guess, uh, extracurriculars as well. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of kids do sports. They love their sports. They put everything into their sports. Comes to school, they're not putting forth any effort. They it needs to be a paper. Yeah, literally, it needs to be both and you can't hold their hand but like i learned to sew god bless my nana love you nana i love my nana with my whole heart she i love my it's my mom's mom my mom's mom my nana was a single mom four kids she married 
her second husband later in life when my mom's my mom and her siblings were like older i think her oldest brother was out of the house by then so it's like he had the, he had his own construction company he's you know making sure that they're doing the dishes helping their mom because for fucking 10 years my nana was an only mother so she's sewing kids clothes up she's making everybody's lunches she's cooking she's cleaning and she's teaching them how to do it along the way that philosophy transferred to when she, my mom had us and now her grandkids know I know how to sew things. My brother can. My brother's sewn his own like pantsuit before. Like he sews everything: his own bags, wow. his own clothes, his own shirt, like everything. He does everything. I know how to sew some stuff. I know how to embroider. Not embroider. Yeah, embro- embroider. Like, embroider. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know how to fold up a flag properly. The American flag. Oh, I know. You want to be in the army? <laughs> I almost I almost did consider going into the Navy. In the Navy. During my gap year, I was like, I have nothing fucking going for me. <laughs> the military. <laughs> I, told, I told my dad, and I was like, I think I'm going to join the Navy. And he's like, why the fuck would you do that? He was like, why? I don't think you're physically fit enough for that. And I was like, dad, dad you're not wrong, but ow. Dad, don't teach me to be physically fit. Don't, yeah. That's the thing. What the fuck? But it's like, those are the, I, I learned so much from my Nana about, practical life skills and that's what my mom taught us as well but when my parents divorced it's like you go to one house half the time the other house the other half the time i didn't get enough practice with my mom because my dad was like the chill dad he taught us how to i think shave our armpits which is fucking crazy he tried to use shaving cream and my mom's like you don't need shaving cream he's like taking his beard shaving cream and putting it on our armpits he's like up and down up and down and she's like you don't need fucking shaving cream you use soap and water and i was like i didn't learn that until three years after the fact <laughs> and i was like and you're like uh, I was like, uh, it stings it stings <laughs> and why do i smell like a man I, but i, I love it. i don't think my mom ever taught me how to shave my legs i just think i i watched commercials and i was like ah uh, yeah smooth and my mom was like don't shave your legs until you have to true yeah i think that's probably why my mom was like, just don't shave because you don't have to. Right. And she's like, why? Who's seeing your legs? <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, me. Me. I have sensory issues. <laughs> yes. But that's those are the kinds of things like I learned some stuff from my mom about doing laundry, cleaning dishes, how to clean a house properly and not kill yourself with True. fucking mustard gas. Oh. My oh. dad taught me how to put a light bulb in a car and how to fix a TV. I can do a fucking anything on a computer like a whiz because my dad is so into technology. Like. You learn different things from different parents, um, especially depending on the house you grew up in. And if you don't put those to practice and you don't use that knowledge enough, you lose it. Mm-hmm. And then you have to teach yourself along the line. I fuck it. I, I, I didn't write a check for like three years and I get a check in my hand and I'm like, do I put the sense here? Yeah. How the fuck do I write 50? Is there zero, another zero, F in here? Over like, it's it's crazy the amount of shit that you learn and then lose and then have to teach yourself again. Like I'm 21 and I literally had to teach myself again how the fuck to write a check because I didn't write a check for the longest time. I just used my card. Yeah, yeah, same. It's like I would have to do checks. Like I would get a I never had a checkbook, so I'd do cashier's checks yeah and then i would be like mommy mommy daddy mommy yes. come show me come show me oh but then i had to start writing checks uh for my mom and then she would sign them because for other reasons right yeah it's not you know it's not- i wasn't signing my mom's name 
Jenna whispered something that I'm not going to tell you, but it definitely sounded like schmeishmoz. And the federal government, and the federal didn't hear government it. is now here. And the IRS did not take listen. me away. <laughs> yeah. If I'm guilty, take me away. Take me away. Uh, Put those cuffs on me. Father, I love them. Father FBI. Uncle Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Tom. <laughs> oh, man. So, when do you want to be a mother? Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I want I do want to be a mother as soon as possible. I will say that. Yeah. But I don't want to be I don't want to be a single mother. I will be if I so choose so. Though. Circumstances, yeah. I, if I were to get pregnant tomorrow, I would of course keep the baby. Yeah. Which that's a whole nother thing. I'm very much well, not to get political, but I am pro choice. I feel like but I myself would never have I would never have an abortion because I want a baby like that's the period that's that's, that is pro-choice to the fullest extent yeah yeah being like i don't give a fuck what anybody else does but for me this Mm -hmm. is what i want there's just so many gray areas and that's something about medicine too that has helped shape my opinion is like complications from the smallest things (laughs) could kill you (laughs) literally your kidney could fail tomorrow because you took too much tylenol my yeah. father almost had liver failure because he was taking too much Tylenol and he didn't even realize it. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to tell a woman, I'm not going to tell anybody who can get pregnant, uh, no. Like, you, right. you shouldn't do that. Right. Because it's like, at the end of the day, like, think of the, you think about the considerations. Wait, what is it? Uh, uh, I don't even remember. She's got it. She's it's, coming to her using a hundred percent of my brain (laughs) are you thinking of the uh, uh, uh. her face right now is everything (laughs) did you consider them the implications there we go wow do you consider the implications god such an easy word to forget oh but i'm never yeah at the end of the day i'm never one to poke and pry and make somebody think the way i think yeah absolutely because well, yeah, there are certain things I want people to think like I think. Yeah. Like being nice to small animals. Spiders, especially. True. Just pick the spider up. Take it outside. Literally he just didn't do anything wrong. Outside. He's killing the flies for you. Mm. Yeah, they're tasty and delicious, and he loves them. He loves them. Are you going to deprive him of his little treat? Uh, yeah. Those are truly his, his meal. They're not even little treats for no. him. They're his meal. Yeah. I have a video of a, of a, of a big spider. Um, encasing a horse fly <gasps> in a cocoon. Good job. It was, oh, it's the best. And then he carries it away. Good for him. That's a big, that's a big thing to. That's a big catch. Yeah. That's a big snack. <sighs> motherhood. <laughs> Mother. I, big bees. Big, motherhood. <laughs> big bees. I was asked this a couple times in like previous relationships. Like, when do you want to have kids? When I'm financially stable. Right. I. My mom has always said, if you get pregnant and you don't want the kid, or if you get pregnant, if you don't want the kid, like, we'll get an abortion. That's fine. But she's like, if you want the kid and you're not, like, ready for it, I'll take care of it until you're ready. No. No, the fuck you won't. Like, absolutely not. This is, I love grandmothers who are involved in their grandkids' lives, but if you start parenting my child, especially- Mm -hmm. I love my mother. I think she was a great parent. 
but there's no way in hell she is going to parent <laughs> my kid. There are things like lessons on respect. I can understand that they need to come sometimes from complete strangers. Complete strangers. I was yeah. And and the 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 wise and the noble, the ones who have lived it. I was listening to the Ghost Light Theater podcast and boop, boop. Debbie, DJ's mom, was on. Aww. And she was talking about how she wants to discipline children in stores because they're just misbehaving because she's a teacher as well. Right. So, yes. And I was like, you know, I agree with that. Julie today, she teaches the acting class for the children at mm -hmm. the theater. She says the parents give her full reign of disciplining their children. Completely understandable. Yeah. Because especially when they're in a situation where they need to focus exactly like it's not daycare mm -hmm. you know they're it's, not just yeah, it's a free. class yeah. yeah their parents paid for them to be in Paying this good class. money for that shit exactly for good lessons mm -hmm. but i i agree that there should be some forms of outside discipline yes um because we do we live in a society and so like <laughs> i love that <laughs> we live in a society where children run amok and for they real. have to be corrected some some of my favorite videos on the internet are kids doing stuff and it leads to them not getting hurt, but like getting realizing, like, yeah, realizing they made a mistake. And I love it because not only is it funny, like my favorite <laughs> vine is a little girl pouring vinegar into her volcano and she completely cannot lift it. And so it just dumps right on her and she goes, my eyes, my eyes. <laughs> it's, it, it happens. It's so funny. It happens. And to the she, best learned. Of us. she learns. She learns and I get a good laugh out of it. So thank sure, you. I get a good chuckle. small child. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, like that's the thing too, is I, I love free babysitting. I would babysit my brother's children. Mm -hmm. There never was a time that I have thought to discipline them, but it, I also think that the term discipline can mean many things to many people. A hundred percent. It could be like the most minuscule thing to like how they hold their fork or their pencil to yeah. how they say things to their mother. Yeah. Like, it ugh. all depends on. One, the circumstance, like the situation you're in, and two, just the way you are parenting and the way that your child is going to be raised um, and the way that the child takes it. You could have a very, I was a highly sensitive child and I had anger issues and I didn't take any form of discipline well. You tell me to sit up straight in my chair, I'm going to fucking get out of my chair and stomp. <laughs> Throw it. <laughs> if I was strong enough, I would have thrown it. Uh. But there were just so many times where I not necessarily like got like shit talk to but i had a strict nana she put soap in my mouth because i said a bad word was it liquid or bar bar okay good she just put it in my mouth for a second she's like do you like how that tastes right so when we were younger we used to put lie they used to put <gasps> lie in my mouth and it's like First of all, no the fuck they didn't. First of all, Grandma, are you okay? <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> Second of all, it's like my dad found out and he's like, if she ever fucking tries that again, like, don't don't you dare do that to my kid. And my Nana and my dad are super close still. She's he still calls her Nana and like mm -hmm. he is still very much her son in law, even though my parents are divorced. And it's like it all depends on how you one want your kids raised, and two how you do it. And, I, oh, go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say that um, the word desensitized comes up a lot in my household. My mother 
which I believe is true. Like us as children are desensitized to a lot of things because of television, because of our internet. Yes. The news, not even the news, like our internet access, you know? And so sometimes like making certain comments about, uh, I'm not like outing anything, but like, like say you have a child that's like, you have a cute chubby child. And it's like, oh, like her chubby, 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 this, chubby, that. It's like those that's going to have they linger and it's long lasting implication. And it's like you do not you don't say that in front of the kid. And it's like, okay, well, can we say it in private? I wouldn't No, because saying it in private desensitizes you Mm -hmm. to saying it to them or saying it around them. Yeah. And then you don't even know the damage you're doing, Mm -hmm. which that's the thing is like a person is more than their look. And that's going to, and I, I fully believe that like parents don't look at their children like that unless it's like an unhealthy amount, you know, I don't know. I think it really like, it's one of those gray areas where like, it all depends on the person having the child. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I could not agree more. I have, I grew up, my brother is a, an absolute twig. I could snap him in half over my Mine knee. too. And then I grew up chubby my entire life. My mom called me husky. Yeah, my mom called me thick boned. Uh, Eric have, Cartman? Uh, literally. <laughs> I got big bones. <laughs> I literally just have big bones, which is kind of true. I have a lot of muscle mass. So like muscle mommy. When I get when I get <laughs> chubbier, like in the winter and stuff, I just look really big. Like my calves are fucking huge. Not because it's fat, but just because it's like all muscle. And I that I was always carrying stuff in school for people, like moving chairs, and I was the tallest and the biggest in all of my classes. Can we get two boys over here to get out of my way? Move! I'll move it. Can we get two boys to come move these? This who said I wasn't a boy? (laughs) Are you assuming things? (laughs) I'm going to. I was going to say a line from the show, but you're going to have to come see. Treasure, Treasure Island. Island at the Ghostlight Theater, February 15th through the 25th. <laughs> um, It'll be good. It's good. It's really good. You're going to love it. Uh, Yeah, I was always called the trouble child. You're such a troublemaker. You're a little brat. You're, And then at that I point. I love attention. I can't help it. I, I'm the youngest kid. I have anger issues. I have anxiety. And I was depressed at 13. So you tell me how much, like, you tell me those things and watch it have fucking implications later mm-hmm. on in life. And I, I, I had a therapy session where my therapist did this thing called EMDR, which is um, you. EM, emotions regulating my um, rep, 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 respirations. EMDR. Oh, sorry. So that was a couple. There were a couple letters in there that eat my dick. Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> that's for you, Rachel. And that's for you, Rachel. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks, Thanks a lot, lot Rachel. My, my charger is in charge of my iPad. Because <laughs> it's used to your iPad instead of mine. So thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Oh, sorry, so good. Sorry, so good. We love a good pop culture reference. All right, so back to therapy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like bilateral stimulation of your eyes. And it turns your brain off for a second. So you get put into the, you get put into the, the, the memory that you need. I have PTSD from a couple things in my life. Mm-hmm. So we were working through that. And you get put back in that situation again. And she does, she moves her fingers back and forth bilaterally. Ooh, I'm and, it stim- and it stimulates your eyes. 
and it turns your a part of your brain off where you're able to access deep memories that because your eyes aren't your eyes focus on so much at a time that's why when people try to remember things they close their eyes oh yeah because you're not focusing on anything else in the room except for your inner right. monologue but the way your eyes are attached to your brain it'll turn off a part of your brain where you're not thinking of anything except for the situation that you're supposed to be in and she like talks you through it and stuff so i did that with a situation that happened with my dad when i was younger and then she i just like kept bringing up all, so much stuff that i forgot about wow and i called my mom after the therapy session for like an hour and i just said i felt hurt as a kid because you guys she's like telling me you know your parents obviously didn't didn't take the time to consider the implications that would have on you because they're adults with adult minds and yep. we, were ch- we were children with ch- child minds. and it's their first time being a parent that they too. have no idea what they're doing and i weren't you the youngest oh first time being a parent yes i get that first time being a parent to a troubled child because their first yes. child was okay. just quiet and polite and respectful mm-hmm. so thanks alex <laughs> anyways I, I just i talked to my mom she goes well it probably didn't help that we called you a troublemaker and a brat and all that shit and she accepted and acknowledged everything oh, she did and we apologized no. to each other and i was like i'm so glad i could move past this and that we like you as a pair yeah mother, I, I the bond i have with my mother is so strong that like if i were to lose it i would be devastated that's truly. it's i was just at coffee I, I went to go get coffee with a friend today and she was saying Girl and woman relationships to me are so important. For a woman to have strong relationships with other women, especially family members, is so fucking crucial. It defines who you are as a person. As well as, like, siblings who kind of raise you. Like, my mom would have to work 12-hour shifts. And then my dad, he did work on, like, his own stuff, like, construction jobs. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I would be like home with my older brother, my older sister and how like, so I have three siblings. I have two older and one younger. And so like we kind of paired off where RJ and Leanne, since they were older, they kind of like clicked more because they went, they were in high school together too. And then me and Ricky kind of clicked more because we were in the same like uh, Gen Z ish kind of like, you know, like our comedy, but all of our comedy does sync up. Like we love a good bit. Love it. Except nowadays my sister just can't get with the bit. (laughs) That's, that's our problem. I know. But it's just funny. Like the other day I was trying to do a bit with Leanne and she was just like, no, like she said something like she took it serious. And I was like, this is my least favorite thing about you. (laughs) I was like, let me bit on you. But she's like, no, no. Come on. I know. But we're getting there. Me and Lily. Yeah. Hey, Lily. Yeah. We mm. love we love it. Yeah. Sibling relation. I did not. My brother was just like doing his own thing. And I had no, like. I had no older siblings. I was pretty much the oldest sibling because I would bully my brother all the time. And my brother is trans. So he transitioned after high school. So I grew up with a sister. A very like quiet reserved artsy sister i played soccer i liked video games i liked like tomboy stuff my parents always called me a tomboy like i was just in that you know i'm not like a pretty girl or anything like that i'm kind of rough and tumbled so but i also wonder like how that affected your brother when like hearing them call you those things and at the time you know like hearing that and being like hmm I think I think honestly he 
he just didn't ever feel right in his skin. Mm-hmm. And then being on the internet and especially Tumblr at that time, like early two thousand, uh, early twenty tens, mm-hmm. had a huge impact on him. And he found communities where he was able to just be himself. Be himself. Mm-hmm. And when he transitioned, I was closeted, um, and I was not necessarily homophobic but like when you're in the closet so deep that you're like that's disgusting like i would never and my brother trying to convince yourself right yeah yeah. my brother came out and i was like there's just no way you're trans and then i apologized profusely over the next year for being unsupportive and now he's literally my best friend like there's Mm -hmm. just there's a lot in sibling relationships that i'm closer with my brother now than i ever have been and I never f- once didn't support anything he did. I was just like, there's no way. Your favorite color was pink and you used to wear tutus and love Barbies. I'm the one, if anybody, that should fucking yeah. be trans. And I was like, I just, I had no idea how he had been feeling this whole time. And then he just expressed himself and I was like, let's do this. That's you. Yeah. yeah. I accept you. Yeah. I love him to death. He is just mm-hmm. the best. And. I think that says a, I think sibling relationships also says a lot about how you will parent. Yes. I agree cuz you see each kid affected differently. Mhm. Gosh, that's crazy to think about. Yeah. Now, you guys have might have noticed we haven't talked about music at all. Nope. Yeah. We're kind of skirting. We're zigging when we usually zag. Yes, we're zigging today. Um for those listening, we will talk about music. Mm-hmm. We will, but I think seeing Jenna only like once a week, I like to catch up with her on the real, mm-hmm. and I feel like this podcast would be a great place to do that. We're still going to talk about because, music. Because not only are we hosts, we're we're really good friends. We're like, best friends. We're besties. We're literally besties. Bestie. Jenna is my mom and my bestie. Me and Alina, the minute we met each other, we were like, twin. This Truly, is, we were like, twin. This It was as soon as... As soon as Jenna came up to me and said, you have a voice of butter, I was like, mommy? Sorry, mommy? She was the original butter child to me. I am a butterball turkey. Mm-hmm. And I just want to gobble you up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have a crush on my mom. <laughs> Name of the episode. Uh, crush on my mom? I have a crush on my mom. Dude. Story a, time. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> crush on my mom. Kiss my mom on Kiss the lips. Kiss my mom. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to see you be a mother. I just know that, like, your kids are going to be the most selfless, big heart. Like, Jenna is just... Or they'll, or it'll be the complete opposite. They'll be selfish, self-serving little brats. But I will never call them a brat to their face. No. I'll only Unless s- they deserve it. <laughs> Unless they are capable of consuming let's, my thoughts. Let's go back on everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember, blanket statement, pull the rug. Blanket statement, pull the rug. <laughs> Oh, but oh, so another thing that makes me very excited, my mother growing up, we would listen to like Ott's country music. Yeah. And we would slow dance in the kitchen and she would hold us and we'd be her little dance partner. Mm. And that's something that I cannot even wait to do with my children, like to just be able to hold them and love unconditionally. That's that is such a huge, huge, huge thing that a lot of kids take for granted until you're older. Mm-hmm. You will just because you resent your parents for a while and then you come to love them and they're your best friend. And I'm, I never, you know, my mom, 
I was always the cuddly child, so my mom and I, you know, we would have cuddles and hang out and do silly things. Me and my mom would read. She would, yes, my she mom would read would be the, the Harry Potter to me, yeah. and then she'd pick, like, a reading level one, and I would yeah. get so frustrated that I'd cry, and I'd throw the book, and she'd be like, are you ready? And I'm like, I'd be half sobbing trying to read, <laughs> and I'm like, the the boy walks. <laughs> yep. Up? The word's up, Jenna. I... <laughs> I drooled. She's like, it's okay. Go ahead. Go on. Up. Patience is. Oop, the hoil. Boy, when the poop wheel. And she's like, you're not even trying. <laughs> she hit me. <laughs> no. No. Just kidding. Just kidding. Love you, mom. Just kidding. Uh, I love my mommy. Blink if you need help. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm rapid blinking in Morse code. Help me. Help me. Oh, oh yeah. Mommy. My. I, I think. I didn't get many of those moments as a kid, and I have always had maternal instincts. That's why I just I wanted to be a mom or I wanted to be a teacher mm-hmm. and just be that for kids who don't have that. So I'm I'm really really looking forward to be a mom. As much as pregnancy scares me, no, I think that's the most exciting part. Well, not the exciting part, but I think that's a good. Pregnancy, yes, is yeah. terrible for some people. That's yeah. another thing. It's a spectrum. Yeah. You can either have the worst pregnancy ever or you could have like glory days when you're pregnant. Like you glow. Yeah. The bowel movements, painful. Yeah. And I, I think in the end, you come to love it. Like you said, you work so hard on the something light at the end of the tunnel is that child that you raise. Mm hmm. And I think about it every day, how fucking miserable I was to my parents and just how ungrateful I grew up sometimes. And I look back now and I could not be more grateful for everything that my parents have done for me. Mm-hmm. I am extremely privileged. I am extremely um, taken care of and loved for. And even if I only see my mom once a week or a couple times a month, if I see my dad once a week, like I know. No matter what, they are just... They're there. Yeah, they're, they're there. there for you. Yeah. And that's kind of why um, when I finish my nursing, I plan to go into um, geriatrics, which is elder care. Yes. Because I want to be able to take care of my parents when yeah. they're old because I, they deserve it. In my, my mm-hmm. opinion, they deserve to be taken care of like mm-hmm. I was taken care of. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, my dad's already half blind, so... <laughs> so, but... That's his own fault. He should have gone to the doctor, <laughs> and he didn't. But Poor guy. that's that's his. He is just happy to have one working eye. Yeah, you live and you learn. Exactly. Yeah, he'll never get that eye back. <laughs> he doesn't listen, so I can say whatever I want about his eye. <laughs> Sorry, Papa. I love you. Oh my God. <laughs> Poor Dad. I know, but he's living. He can still watch his his living. his uh Perry Mason. So. Oh my God. Love it. Love to Brown. see it. That was on in one of the nursing homes that I did my clinical rotation, and I could not stop watching. That's it. a good sign. I know. I That's loved it. Sign. I loved it. I love that for you. <sighs> yeah. Shout out to all the moms out there. It's not even close to Mother's Day, but it should always be Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to name your kid? Or are you one of those people that's like, I'll know it when I see it? I think I uh, it. Hopefully their father will be in the picture in yeah, best case yeah, scenario. Yeah, yeah. And I would like to defer to them as well. I think I so. would never like choose one and be like, no, this is what the baby's name is going to be. That's exactly how I feel. Like, um, I have one name that was 
brought up to me and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to say it. Ashley, spelled A-S-H-E-E-L-E-I-G-H. Ashley. 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 No, it's a guy, it's a boy's name. Oh. But I was like, yes, 100% yes. And then mm. girls' names, I like, girl. Uh, there are names that I like. Like Olivia or Lily oh, or yeah. um, flower names are always good. I love, yeah, I love stuff like that. Um, Charlemagne, Sh- Charlemagne, T Pain, mm-hmm. Go Insane, Membrane, My Child, Membrane, T Pain, Manasani, <laughs> <laughs> Membrane. I call her TP for short. <laughs> MTP, yeah. MTP, MTP, get your ass over here. <laughs> Membrane, T pain, last name redacted. Last Come here. Redacted. <laughs> oh my god! So if you see a little boy or girl running around whose name is Membrane, that's my baby. That's my baby. Is this your baby? That's, that's mine. My, that's mine. That's mine, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Though I would have to like see, you know, how the the father feels about it or partner but how do you feel about like naming a child after like a previous person like like there are names of people in my life that i would never name my child after just because i don't want that energy around me no for real the name jesse never Mm. it'll never be in my vocabulary when referring to my child um i feel like michael Mm, yeah i can't do that absolutely not first of all love my dad I I dated a man with my father's name. Never fucking again. I went on a date with a man named Randy, which is my father's name. And it's like, no. No. It's too much. I did that for two and a half years. Never again. But um, Grace is something that I would... Um, uh, that is my great-grandmother's name, my great-grandma Gracie. Mm. I love the name Grace. I think it's a beautiful name. I know somebody, well, I went to school with somebody whose name was Chastity. That one I don't get. I don't like that name. No offense to any Chastities out there. Such a weird connotation to it that you really have to believe in that name. (laughs) You have to defend that name for the rest of your life as a parent Mm -hmm. and put that faith that you have into your child so that they can proudly stand up and say, my name is Chastity. And they go, what's your middle name? And they go, anal sex. I was going to say belt. <laughs> Chastity anal sex belt. Can you get your ass up here? You got to clean your damn room. Your, your laundry everywhere. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. There's Chastity. a skeleton hanging from the wall. <laughs> that was your sister. I named her slut. <laughs> this, is, this is your daily reminder to act right. right. Yeah. Oh my god. We love to fucking see it. Uh, um uh uh I mean we can wrap it up. I feel yeah, we're fulfilled. At 50, we're at 54 minutes. I feel fulfilled. I do too. Um anything any what's your like go-to song right now? Just one. The ketchup song. All I've right. Been- Come on, girl. I know. I love but the is that song. Okay. I'll, um, is that like school vibes for you, though? No. School vibes for me is, um, I mentioned this last week. I've been listening to like the Zelda, the new Zelda game soundtrack while I study. 
I also um less music honestly I like listen to uh game theory in the background I've been listening to a lot of podcasts um just because my work is like <sighs> not that I don't get lost in podcasts but not as much as music especially if it's music I know mm-hmm. um I'm trying to think of uh what like what I was doing oh I had to um alphabetize we got books in at the library so I had to alphabetize them and pull their sheets of like their slips and stuff put the slips in and then like sort them and put them away and like that takes no brain effort if I'm typing a Mm -hmm. sentence I need something without words obviously especially not a podcast but um I've just been listening to podcast because of that but would you say you listen to zelda music for like studying more than like just walking around yes when i walk around well here's the thing like i i love discovering like like when i'm on the elliptical i'll look up like broadway hits like like broadway playlists for working out yes yeah like uh, there's always legally blonde can i just tell you my biggest qualm with those though yeah every other song is a lin-manuel miranda song and I understand he is the goat at I think he's still considered like a goat right now. He looks like a goat. But but um but um, <laughs> True, that's oh my god, is he in the room here with us? I'm Lin Manuel Lin Manuel Miranda. Um nothing against Lin Manuel Miranda, of course. Obviously he's a very successful man. <laughs> go okay. for it. No, I'll go for but, him. Like there's just something about hearing Hamilton for the eighth time during my workout that I'm just not I can only listen to Satisfied so much. Not even a great workout song. No. Like, I mean, I get the the rapping. I, like, that's the thing. It's great music. It's just, I, it's overplayed. Yeah. And that's the same, like, I can't listen to Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-mm. I can't, uh, there, Ben Platt, I'm sorry. Like, when something is just overplayed, I can't listen to it. And all I get on these podcasts are Dear Evan Hansen, Hamilton, in the Heights, which in the Heights, they do have some bops. I just, Absolutely. It, I'm not, it, I haven't listened to it all, so I can't be in the mindset of listening to it for the first time while I'm doing a That's workout. That's too much. Exactly. Too much to handle. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? I have been trying to listen to, uh, not new musicals, but like musicals that I've never heard of. Yes, yeah. Like I, um, oh, like there was this one. Oh, I have it. I have it right here. Let me show you. She's grabbing it. Yeah, it's like it should be like the first note in my. There we go. Um, the boys from Syracuse on the town mm. nine. Uh, fade in, fade out. The, some of these are like older. Fade in, fade out. Is that? You want me to read you the synopsis? Adina Menzel? No. Oh. Well, it might be. This is like an older one. Oh, never mind. It, um, who originated it? She had the not Carol Channing. It was she had like the comedy show. Carol Burnett. No. Yeah. Oh, is that it? But it's Fade In. Fade Out, Fade In is a musical that takes place, that takes a comic look at the world of Hollywood filmmaking. Uh, Misadventures of Hope Springfield, the talented girl who lands a role in a big budget movie. And it's her navigating the glitz and glamour of the movie industry. And nice. she experiences the ups and downs of showbiz from auditions to red carpets. Oh, so it's a comedic musical. But like, I love that old timey sound yeah. that these musicals have. That's why I love some of the older musicals have some of the best fucking upbeat soundtracks you've mm-hmm. ever heard. Because upbeat was v- like a patter song. People were going nuts. Yeah. Like song. why? It, it's it's 
if you're going out to get entertained, yeah, why not make beat. it a big yeah? Why not laugh? Why not enjoy yeah. instead of listening to <laughs> Ben Platt cry on stage? <laughs> That's fair. As much as I, I used to be obsessed with that show to the point where I saw Ben Platt on Broadway. Shout out my dad, I love you for that. Got the vinyl. I was obsessed with it. Saw the show, and I was like, this is kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. I think Ben Platt has one of the most amazing, unique voices I've ever heard in my entire that life. That is true. But again, I'm not going to listen to Dear Evan Hansen unless it's uh, If I Could Tell Her or something else. True. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to listen to my if I were to subtract Ben Platt, I would put in oh. um, Darren Chris from familiar. Oh, I am a big Darren Chris stan. He's got a great voice. He has a very good voice. His EPs, Going Nowhere by Darren Chris. Never I, heard his solo stuff. Going Nowhere. I mean, it's completely the opposite of what I'm talking about when I talk about old Broadway. It's a very slow, melodic. Yeah. And it's about, um, the line is, if I'm going nowhere, then then there's nowhere I'd rather be. Because it's like mm. about following your love. Mm. Or like staying true to your love. Yeah. But Darren Chris. Ever since I saw a Very Potter musical on YouTube, I was obsessed. And then he's, and I saw him, I saw Darren Chris once, and I saw Ben Platt once in like public in New York City. And just by happenstance. It was very brief, did not even make eye contact with him. Sierra Bogus, mm. I also saw her on the street. But I'm very good about not coming up to celebrities. Yeah, that's a bit, that's a big I, thing. I am never one to be like, Stop what you're doing. I'm a fan. I'm going to chase after you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I would be, number one, embarrassed. Like, literally after, even if I did work up the courage to, like, talk to them, the after effects, like, the after feeling would be, like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, The one time I did that, it wasn't with anyone, like, actually famous. John Tron lived in New York City. No way. And I passed by him when I was with my mom and one other person. I forget. I think it was Nikki Page or Vicky Page. Um, Oh, my God. But, uh. I we crossed paths and we made eye contact and like I kept walking with my mom and I just said like out loud to myself, John Tron? Did like, he turn around? No, because oh. I didn't turn around though. Yeah. And then like after we were like halfway down the block, then I turned around because it was obviously him. Yeah, like I yeah. knew a hundred percent that it was him, but um, it was I. He did not owe me a single thing. That's it. <laughs> even That's if I needed. said, even if he knew I recognized him. He if he thing. did not want a fan interaction. He was not getting a fan interaction. Do you think shoddy, Tron? shoddy, <laughs> shoddy, shoddy Tron. Tron. Anyways, <laughs> um, the the musical you mentioned reminds me a lot of Gypsy. Love Gypsy. God, oh. That is a fucking good show. Saw that Rose's turn. Mm. I'm gonna sing that right now. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. I was ready. I was preparing myself. I was ready. I know. Sorry. Um, saw that at Shaw Festival. That's one of the shows that I knew one or two songs from, and then watched the musical and saw everything live for the first time love that soundtrack love the show i think it's amazing um i haven't been listening to a lot of musical stuff just because i only listen to it when i'm really tired of everything else Mm -hmm. i'm not into broadway as much as i am into like theater and like plays and stuff anymore just because i love acting i also random thought i want to be in a shakespearean place so bad so fucking bad have you been to shakespeare in the park recently yes i love it i love what i they love do what down they're there doing in buffalo i hated love it. hated fucking romeo and juliet this year really they're in I swim trunks on a beach they have modern music playing and i'm like 
like no, that. no. I know Romeo and Juliet has been done a million times before, and you're trying to shake it up. But for the love of God, at least keep it to the point where like true Shakespearean fans would still approve of it. Mm. Everyone I know that loves Shakespeare said that it was just a fucking atrocity. I think the last thing I saw was a Midsummer Night's Dream. I love it, and it was very good. That was really good. And then I think they did Hamlet. The year before, a year or two before that? I think they did, yeah. Like and 20... I saw that. 17, 18? I think it would have to be either 2018 or 2019. Okay, tw- yeah. Um, uh, I saw Midsummer Night's Dream with the BPO. Oh. Fantastic. And then I saw um, a Mozart. I don't remember what it's called, but. Um... Concerto. Any. Yeah, but it was a uh, an opera. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Operetta ish. Okay. But um, yeah, I've been listening to when I study. I listen to those playlists called "Studying Deep House Mix." So it's like deep house. I am so sick and tired of lo-fi music. It's the same. Really. I <laughs> used to love lo-fi music, but now it's distracting because it's got the same like very snappy beat, and it takes me out of what I'm doing. Really. Yeah. I I've listened to it since high school and i'm like i can't do this anymore Mm, i can always go for a lo-fi beat i love house music because it's very like especially deep house it's like a deep bass with like a catchy melody and it just keeps you like grounded and focused it's very like "Mm, mm, mm." i love love house music so that's why i've been listening to to study um podcasts obviously a lot of my bim bam Mm, um and then it's sunny out today, and I put country music on in the car because I was like, Ooh. I'm in the mood for some yeehaw country because Hardy came on, and I was like, I'm ready to fucking rock and roll. <laughs> um, other than that, I've been listening to a lot of rap and R&B lately. Um, trying to think. Uh, Logic came out with a new song, a single version um, of this song called Fear, so I think he's coming out with an album, question mark. Um, Cave Town came out with a new song. Um, Daniel Caesar just came out with a version of Waiting in Vain by Bob Marley, and it's beautiful. I love Daniel Caesar's voice. Uh, do you know about the Nicki Minaj and Megan The Stallion controversy? Yes, I do. How do you feel about the song Bigfoot by Nicki? I think it's stupid. I do, too. I think Nicki's super fucking petty, and, like, obviously Megan is getting the heat that, you know, whatever, if she deserves it, she deserves it, but it's, like, at least make good music if you're going to diss each other. True. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Like uh, Eminem just put the bar way too high for diss tracks, dude. dude for real, and MG, M- M- MGK. Yes, MGK. There we go. Sorry, yeah. I'm really bad with letters today. I'm bad with letters all the time. <laughs> I can't even write. Huh? Huh? I can left, but I can't write. Yeah. Meow. Odessa. I love Odessa. I've been getting back into Odessa. Um, I know Odessa. Yeah um yeah other than that not not too much my release radar was kind of boring no one's coming out with good shit um everyone has seasonal depression yeah and that's like it's not the time for music because the grammys are coming true so like either people release stuff now and then wait for it to get big or they release stuff like september october november so i'm just waiting for the good shit to come but yeah that's all i've been doing so that sounds like very fulfilling. It is, very yeah. Fun. It's very fun. Um, we're at an hour six. Do you want to do? 
I just got a little tired. <laughs> okay. I'm I wasn't I, I was gonna say on. I'm definitely not in the in the headspace for, for an improv. For, yeah. Sorry guys. Do you have a wacky question? Or is your brain dead? Mm, what kind of tree would you be? A weeping willow. For real? Yeah. Wow, you had that one locked and loaded. I want to be buried into a weeping willow so oh. I can just grow into a tree. I would want to be an avocado tree. Fun. I would have to be grafted. So I would... O- yes. Yep. Did you yeah. guys know that? That if you want avocados on your tree, it has to be grafted from an already fruiting avocado tree? Mm-hmm. So that means I would be everywhere. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> you guys heard her. You heard it here first. Anyways. Now graft me. <laughs> graft me, baby. Well, um, thanks for listening to us ramble. Um, we love you. If you want to go check out more podcasts, go to BICB, BICBP dash radio, right? BICBP. I can look it up. I think it's BICBP, not BICP, BICBP dash radio.com. Um, check out all of our cool podcasts coming out. Um, new episodes of every show, pretty much every week. Um, uh i'm trying to think of if i have anything like announcement wise other than the show at the ghost light um it's pretty much all we have going on jenna's got a concert at bacchus coming up yep march 10th um, buffalo coral arts society yeah sorry i that's okay Don't yeah. worry about it. that's why i'm here but now you can call it bacchus that, bacchus. now that you know this buffalo coral arts society um go check out that grab tickets for that because that's gonna be a fantastic show um stay happy stay healthy the sun is shining today just go put your if you even if you don't want to go outside i know it's a little chilly just stick your face in the window mm-hmm. get some sunshine get some vitamin d because we all need it super important yeah really fucking important so do that and i'll give you a little kiss on the forehead yeah ready one two three no you got two of them are you happy you should be so proud of yourself <laughs> i love you your moms love you your moms love you go give your mom a hug today for real yeah um all right guys that's it uh Check out Instagram for, you know, we'll probably make a post about switching up the vibe. But if I can remember the freaking login. Oh, sorry. I'll send it to you. I have no idea what it. I literally you was texted like, it to me so we can find I it. I was trying to find it, but, oh, you know, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Bye. Bye.